0: celebrating the ninth episode of being bali today i'll talk about something that's extremely important to the life of the balinese that's the nine gods the nine protective deities of all the directions that doesn't only help a balinese align him or herself but becomes the map on which the entire island expands in all directions In the previous episode, we covered that the Balinese don't necessarily have a typical north-east-south-west, instead they have Kaja, which is wherever the mountain is, usually north if you're in the south of Bali, and yes, in the south, if you're in the north of Bali. They have kalud, which is seaward, wherever the coast is, in other words, the opposite of Kaja. They have Kangin and Kau, and Kangin and Kau are the only one that's quite constant, Kangin is east, wherever the sun rises and Kau is west, wherever the sun sets. So these three, four directions, um, this is not all that exist. There's a whole other layer of divine directions called the nine directions. This is called the Dewata Nawasanga, which is the gods of the directional roses. Yes, nine directions. The ninth one being the center, being the, the center of the universe, the center of everything. So there's north, and there's the god Vishnu, the preserver. There's northeast. There's the god Shambhu there. There's east for Ishwara. There's southeast for Maheswara. There's south for the creator god Brahma. Southwest is where Rudra resides. The west is for Mahadeva. Northwest is for Sankra. And the center is for Shiva. Yes. Um... There's a lot of names of Shiva. Um, Vishnu is its own god, he's the preserver. Iswara is usually known as the sun god. Brahma is the creator. But the others, namely Shambhu, Maheshwara, Rudra, Mahadeva, Shankara, are all names of Shiva, the destroyer. Shiva plays a very central role in Hindu-Balinese everything because Hindu Balinese philosophy and theology bases itself a lot on Shiva Shiva Sedanta, which is the belief of Shaivism or the belief that Shiva is the central god and Brahma and Vishnu are secondary and tertiary gods. These gods don't only have a direction assigned to them. These gods also carry weapons. They're also in charge of particular alphabets, they have their favorite colors, they have their consort, they have their vehicle, and they even have a day in the Balinese calendar, as well as an assigned temple in their direction for them on the island of Bali. So these gods aren't only taking care of directions, but they have various different attributes to them, which are present in many different aspects of everyday life. Looking at the map of where all the gods are, and the elements that they represent, there are various different things to remember when we want to build something here in Bali. The houses here are actually constructed according to a concept known as Asta Kosala Kosali, which is basically dividing the entire property that you have into different corners and dedicating those corners to these gods. For example, Vishnu is the god of water. Therefore, in the north, where Vishnu is, water would, would be ideally present. Brahma is in the south, and Brahma is the god of fire. Therefore, in that area, fire should be ideally present. Fire in the sense of a kitchen, or even your electricity boards. And water in the sense of your water tanks, or your ponds, and your lakes, and your swimming pools so everything accordingly to these gods are built in order to create harmony with them and to ensure that there's no disharmony within a small space such as your own home or your own compound similarly temples are also built in such a way usually when one prays one would face the northeast or at least the east the northeast or the god Shambhu and the east the god Ishwara are extremely extremely important because the worship is usually done towards the sun towards the rising sun therefore the main altar or the Patmasana, would be usually faced facing towards the northeast or towards the east the different colors that represents the gods are also reflected in the offerings So you would mainly have nine different colors in most of the offerings. The The color black, for example, represents Vishnu. Blue for Shambhu. White for Ishwara. The pink for Maheshwara. The red goes for Brahma. The orange for Rudra. The yellow for Mahadeva. The green for Shankara. And five different primary colors would be for Shiva. So if you see offerings that are colorful especially the Chanangsari offerings or these little flower offerings as you see everywhere in Bali, these colors have a meaning and they actually form a sort of a compass, you may say. So there are even offerings which are colorful and dedicated to various different directions. And therefore, the entire construct of sacrificial areas or sacrificial um, arenas are even built in consideration with these gods. This is how we see the world without. This is the Buona Agung, or the larger scale of the universe, the macrocosm. This is the nine gods that are protecting all the nine directions. But that's not where it ends. Everything in the Balinese philosophy has an opposite. So you have the macrocosm, or the Buona Agung, and you have the microcosm, the the microcosmos. The Bhuvana Alit, which is the body, which is what is within. These nine gods also live within the human body. Vishnu in the bile, Shambhu in the throat, Ishwara, the heart, Maheswara, lungs. Brahma takes care of the liver, Rudra is in the intestines, Mahadeva in the kidney, Sankra in the spleen, and Shiva in the left chamber of the heart. All these gods exist in various different ways in the universe, but they also exist within us. What is without must also be within. And therefore these nine gods are not only nine directional gods, but these nine divinities truly take care of every human being.